here I am on the midnight train. Pay the conductor my potential and youth. Got my ticket next to the window seat, witnessing the days pass by. Experimental Stories by York Campbell We are about to start the experiment. Put on your headphones, pull the blanket over your head, and let's begin. Moments cannot be kept in prisons. Athletic form and jet black hair has its season. For me, I'm at the autumn of my cycle, where the leaves change colors. Pretty soon, winter will set in. Flesh and bone will be covered by frost. I accept what is to come. No sense fighting the inevitable hand. A caterpillar never complains about its death. Neither should I. Thank you for boarding the train. Please be mindful of your station and be courteous to your fellow passengers. I can't wait to be old. Driving around on those little scooters, farting without apologizing, speaking my mind without giving a damn, pulling into Walmart with a handicap sticker, waving my middle finger at the non-VIPs, smelling like a skunk and not giving a crap, getting discounts off of crap that I throw in my cart, holding up the checkout line as I babble about the weather. Or maybe the good old days, when I was a marathon runner. Pretend I'm hard of hearing if someone complains. Move like a snail. For what the heck? I'm old. Poke them with my cane. Ouch! And blame it on my eyesight. Garner sympathy from the cute cashier as she packs my bags and waves me a smile. Head to my car. I'll do the same each week. Forgetting about the past week when I poke some jerk with my cane. Ouch! Not again! And ramble on about my marathon to a cute cashier in aisle 10 as I blame it on my shoddy memory and start the blasted thing again. Next station is Ezekiel, I repeat. Next station is Ezekiel. Can these dry bones become flesh, regardless of the piss and the dirt? The hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by his spirit and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were a great many of them on the surface of the valley, and they were very dry. Then he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? Many years besieged in the valley, porno girls with skeleton hands holding on to my genital, maggots crawling on her tongue as she speaks about paradise. Her vagina spills lies, making the escape route horrendous. Trying to break free from the sight, but Charlotte's web 
is sticky. Statistically speaking, not many will make it. Started off as innocent, ended up in Ezekiel, where it takes a prophet to resurrect these bones. He said to me, prophesy concerning these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord God says to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. I will put tendons on you, make flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so that you come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Waiting for the news. I know that it will come soon. She is already in her winter. Bracing myself. I don't want to be shallow and think this is something out of the natural. Nothing is more simple and pure, a contrast from her complexities and pain. I would miss her spirit, but not her body that is in revolt. Giving my mother no relief, clinging to Jesus while her bones are out of joint. I hope I'll be strong enough to crucify my selfishness. Why should she remain on earth with all its discomforts? The phone will ring. My universe will move. May I not dishonor her memory by falling apart. Even the sunflowers wilter and loses its form. So please, don't cry over me. Every star on the horizon will meet its end, their luminescent bodies exploding into dust. Please, don't lose heart when my heart fails, when the spirit leaves the tent and makes its way home. I've been given permission to experience life to feel the curvature of its existence and its abundant gifts, to witness the beauty of my radiant wife, to grasp the love of my only child. So I give you permission to let me go. How simple I thought to cut the cord to watch a whirlpool of crimson flowing into my sink. Eyes folding, heart beats slowly, lungs releasing its final breath. How simple. Cold steel on the veins is connected to my blood, intrinsic to life and this world of pain. However, I abstained, relinquished the blade, rolled up my dark symmetry behind a rainbow, and a smile, lifted my burdens and threw them on my back, pretending to be strong, just like everybody else. We hope you're enjoying the experiment. We are about to descend below the Earth's surface. The blonde girl with a southern twang, she acted as my therapist. 
Her guitar riffs from dainty fingers punctuated the candlelight basement, scriptures turning to Ephesians in search of an epiphany. Trying to find life answers before my final curtain, my pathetic prayers casting its anchors into the darkness. If only my firefly faith can penetrate these doubts, transformed into radio signals to distant civilizations. Too late in life to grow doubts, but there it stood, overtaking my gray hair. And there I am, absorbing the country and the western, mind sailing on guitar riffs, heart bent on theology. Last station is Father, time. I repeat, last station is Father, time. Time is not our friend. It's greedy hour and minute hand pulls at our skin. Leaving us with unwanted blemishes, poking holes at our finite glass homes, laughing at our youthful bodies and material gain, assassinating our miniature gods that we purchase on credit. We are all hourglasses turned upside down. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Some have many, others have a few grains. The prudent spend their grains wisely. The foolish, they throw it away. Not sure how much more I have left. Time seems faster as the years go by. Might as well surrender and become a friend to the foe rather than fighting a fruitless battle against my adversary. Time. Wait until the train comes to a complete stop before exiting. Remember, we are not responsible for any missing material or spiritual possessions. The most creative part of my day is in the nighttime, where I could reflect deeply about things. That's the advantage of, of the night. We are less filtered. We are less concerned about pleasing the people around us or looking really good. It's just our thoughts. We're by ourselves. Everything is quiet. So we start to ponder a little bit more about life, the past, present, and future. As these stories that I just said to you, some of them are true and some of them are just a little bit fictitious. But I think a lot about where I'm going and where I've been about my mortality. I don't think we need to fear it. I think we need to embrace it and figure out why we're here. What's the meaning of all of this? Sometimes we're surrounded by mass media and all the things that we hear on the news that it could drown out the spiritual part of us. That spiritual part that hungers for deeper meaning. I hope this episode provided you with a deeper meaning of life. If it has, can you do me a favor? 
when you wake up tomorrow morning, can you share this with your friends and family? That would be great. When you're not listening to this podcast, I do have another one called Welcome to Earth Stories. They're a little bit different. So you go to welcometoearthstories.com. And please come back next time for more experiments. This is your Campbell. Have a good sleep. And I'll talk to you soon. Experimental Stories is created for nocturnal creatures only. Please pass along this cassette tape to your fellow human. Good night.